created in his image, made for his purpose, the way that I be moving, I know that God's working, life ain't always perfect, but one thing certain, yo, it's that you're beautifully and wonderfully made, you're beautifully and wonderfully made, you wake priceless, do it every day, cause you're beautifully and wonderfully made, you're beautifully and wonderfully made, you wake priceless, do it every day. You're beautifully and wonderfully made, 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 yeah. You're beautifully and wonderfully made, 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 yeah. You wake praise like, do it every day. Cause you're beautifully and wonderfully made. You're beautifully and wonderfully made. You wake praise like, do it every day. Cause you're beautifully and wonderfully made. You're beautifully and wonderfully made. But are you waking, praying, and slaying? And are you doing it every single day? Because these are questions that we need answers to. Welcome to the Beautifully and Wonderfully Made Podcast. I am your host, Kiera. And y'all, ciao. Guess what? I got my first co-host, y'all. I got my first co-host. And I'm going to let her introduce herself because... Go ahead, ciao. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl Jazz, Jasmine, you know, everybody knows me, the best in the whole wide world. Here with my girl, about to do this. Oh my God. What we doing today, girl? Y'all, meet my best friend, Jazz. Period. <laughs> she is going to be co-hosting with me today, and I am super excited about this episode. We are going to be talking about singleness, and I got a bunch of questions that I'm going to answer with her. And we still got some tea for y'all to drink, honey. And we still got some what woman did what. Okay. And we got some church announcements. And then we done. Then we out y'all hair. Okay. Period. Period. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get right into it. Because we got no more time to waste. So, the first question. As an introvert, how am I supposed to meet a man? When, where, and how? (laughs) Ciao. All I'm going to say is I tell all my friends this all the time because most of my friends are introverts. I tell them, get out the house, period. Get out the house. Get out the house. Get out the house. Get out the house. I'm kind of an introvert, extrovert, so, like, I kind of I kind of just do my own thing. But Jazz is an introvert, so I'm going to let her answer <laughs> some of this question, too, because all I got to say for you is get out the house. Hmm. That is a main key. You're going to have to get out the house because who's going to find you inside of a house? Come on here. Because we're not doing no online dating. You have to get out and meet people. Like, it is sad because I am an introvert. So, you know, you're going to have to go out there and intermingle, get to know people. Don't be scared because if you show you're scared, who's going to want to talk to you? <laughs> nobody. Trust me, I know. Because I ain't got nobody right now. So, so I got to get out of the house too. So, me and you too, girl. Period. I'm going to need both of y'all to get out the house. And, you know, go take yourself out and like, go on a little date. I do it all the time. Get real cute. Go on a little date. Park valet. How you doing? Mm-hmm. I mean, just just get out there. I mean, it's not gonna, it's going to be hard the first couple times because you're, you're an introvert. So, it's harder for introverts to actually, like, do stuff by themselves. But, child, you want to hang out with me? We can hang out, period. Where you want to go? Holla at me. 
Hmm. I'll come. <laughs> Since we both got to get out the house, so I'll be there. Okay, next question. How often do you feel lonely as a single? What sort of relationships do you cultivate in your life to keep from getting lonely? Um, so this is kind of like a two-part question. So the first part is how often do you feel lonely as a single? Um, I feel like it's normal for singles to feel lonely, but in actuality, we're not lonely. Um, if you have a, a true like relationship with God, his word says that he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's always there. He's there wherever you go. Whenever you talk to him, he'll talk back. Um, so that's one thing that I have to say, um, as far as what relationships I cultivate to keep from feeling lonely. Um, so my church family, um, is huge, like, it's not like huge, but it's big enough. And like, we literally do life together. Um, I just had a sleepover with a couple of my friends from church. Um, and we literally just ate chicken wings and fries and, (laughs) (laughs) um, ice cream and cookies and we just had girl talk and it was fun. Um, and these are literally people that I do life with like every single day. If it's not on Sundays, then I'm doing something with somebody from church. It's, It's just something. Um, also, um, I started the singles uh, small group at my church when um, I had first started my walk with God. Um, Our church was really just starting and it was a point when I wasn't like as content in my singleness and I asked about the singles ministry and here we are today like flourishing and popping and having Bible studies and we hang out all the time. So um, it's I feel like it's easier it's easy to um, do life with people, um, with a body of believers, um, especially if you are in, um, a church that, um, what's the word I'm looking for that thrives off of like friendships and community. You got something to say? Mm, You said enough. (laughs) Period. Fill it up, sis. Okay. Okay. Next question. Is it wrong for me to take initiative with a man to pursue a potential romantic relationship with him? Shoot your shot, all 2020 sis. No, uh, girl. <laughs> Shoot your shot, all 2020 sis. I am not against it. I am for it, okay? If you want to be out here shooting your shot, sis, by all means, shoot your shot. However, I will say, if you have built um like an emotional relationship with this person in your head and he doesn't know about it you probably shouldn't Mm-mm. shoot your shot <laughs> no, um but i actually just finished reading a book um the 10 rules of dating by dr r.a vernon and he actually mentioned in the book how it's okay for women to um like pursue a man not like pursue pursue a man but like you know approach a man and be okay with it and not feel like you breaking some kind of biblical law in the bible or something where you know because we all know the um famous verse he who finds a wife but fun is a good thing child shoot your shot get out there and shoot your shot you see somebody that you like and okay well let me see. <laughs> 
let me let me back up a little bit. But don't pursue him if he's not pursuing you. If there's no interest in there, don't don't pretty much don't waste your time. Like not shooting your shot is good, but don't waste it to the fact that like you're sitting there seeking and looking and keep lusting at, like not lusting, but you're thirsting for this person and it's going nowhere. So shoot your shot and if he ain't shooting it back, girl, bounce off. Yeah. Shoot your shot, but shoot it at you at Set your own risk at this <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah, shoot. I don't. I think it's okay for you to shoot your shot, but everyone has their own like convictions and stuff about it. I tried that one time, and the Lord was like, "No, man, we're not doing that. What you doing? He no. comes to you. You don't come to him." <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I feel like in certain situations, it's okay for women to approach him, approach men, and I feel like there's plenty of women that approach. Um, they're now husband and they have like a great relationship so if that's something that you want to do pray about it and get the confirmation from god yeah that part all right next question what do you think about online dating um i mean different strokes for different folks i don't think i would online date ever again i I tried to online date um, before I was a Christian, and yeah. Well, like she said, different strokes for different folks, because I did do online dating, but some things work for some people and some don't. As for me, I speak for myself, I have a long trusting friendship in relationship with someone within three years that started from online dating. Same. But at the same time, they've respected me as far as my faith with God and my walk. And it's like, can you do this with certain people now on online dating? Or are they looking for the wrong idea, the wrong thing? So it's like a hit or miss with online dating. So it's better for you to get out and not be that introvert because that's pretty (laughs) much what it is. And then go out there and experience people for individuality out in the open. Not someone behind a computer screen or your cell phone. Because you really don't know who you're talking to, to be honest with you. And I feel like the same goes as, like, for when you approach a man. Um, You know, I honestly forgot where I was about to go with that. Oh, no. Did I forget? Hold on. Let me think for a second. (laughs) I forgot what I was going to say. Um... Yeah, I think you just have to have, like, your own convictions about it. And if you're okay and you're comfortable with online dating, then, hey, by all means, do you, boo. But as for me in my house. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> as for me in my household. It's out the door. I will not be online dating anymore. Ever. That's the at past. all. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, Just like when a woman approach a man for a relationship. Or, like, you know, just to hang out or go on a date or something. They're probably still married to this day. And that's the same for um, if you're online dating. You could meet your spouse on online dating. And, you know, y'all could be married and y'all could be living y'all best life. So, hey, you know, different strokes for different folks. If that's what you want to do, then by all means, pray about it. That's the second time I didn't say it. Pray about it. That's not, gonna, that's not going to be all my answers tonight, <laughs> I promise. Pray about it. Um, next question. Can singles be friends with the opposite sex? 
I think singles can be friends with the opposite sex as long as your intentions are pure. You Definitely. set boundaries. Um, what else? Now that's gonna change. I feel like that's gonna change when you get a spouse or you in a relationship. I feel like that will drastically change. But I don't see anything wrong with having um, male friends. I have male friends, um, and some of them are, some of them aren't believers. Some of them are believers. Um, and like, we know each other boundaries. Um, like one of my friends, I actually just became friends with him. Um, and we have a group chat with me and another girl from church and like, we literally just cool. Like we accountability partners. We, sometimes we go hang out, um, we'll have dinner. Um, obviously we go to church. I mean, it just depends. Um, yeah, I don't see anything wrong with having friends with the opposite sex as long as you not like trying to wife them up and stuff like that. <laughs> as long as you both have the right intentions on real friendship as being singles. Yeah. That's the main goal. Next question. Do you think being single for a long time is God punishing me? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Wow. <laughs> no, because that's not like an uncommon question to think about because I've thought about it because I used to think like okay God just telling me like girl you're not ready for this like you're a whole joke like you see what you was doing like two years ago you think I'm gonna give you a husband no ma'am but it's not it's him preparing you for what he's giving you later on in life come on here (laughs) oh god Come on here. In all seriousness, like, seriously, like, do you think from three years from now that what you were doing and trying to be in a relationship with people you were dealing with would be where you want to be with now? My God. No. Come on here. So, no, he's not punishing you. Come on here. He's more likely preparing you. He's not more likely. He is preparing you. So, let me rephrase that. Come on here. What's a word? (laughs) I don't even have nothing else to say. She took all the words. He preparing you. Come on here. No punishment. No punishment. No punishment. Don't look at it as punishment. Think of it as your becoming season. Um, you being who you are called to be in this season. I never. I didn't. I never thought of it as God is punishing me. Um, until I was. Until I started reading my word. Until I started praying and like God was showing me some showing me stuff. And then when I actually surrendered my singleness over to God. I didn't look at it as punishment. I looked at it as um, just preparing, um, you know, preparing me for who I'm called to be, preparing me to actually be a wife, um, preparing me to be a spouse, um, showing me the things in my heart that I needed to work on. So many things. And I don't want I don't want you to think of it as God punishing you because that's just not what it is. And that's you just got to kind of change your perspective and shift your mindset from. I'm being punished to I'm becoming mm. the woman or man like that God that. is putting you to be. I'm not. Mm, I'm becoming. Yes. Come on here. Child. Let the preparedness be home. Child. It's coming. Okay. <clears throat> Next question. As a single, how do I not get tempted to have sex or compensate for having sex by indulging in something else like pornography and masturbation? Hmm. So, for the first part of the question, um, as a single, how do I not get tempted to have sex? Um, can I flip these pages so you can hear it? <laughs> this Bible. She's flipping the pages in her Bible. 
Period. Um, no, I'm just kidding. It's more to it. So, I would say the first thing is ways for you not to get tempted is look at the things that you are feeding your spirit. Um, and that could be songs, stuff you're listening to, people that you hang around, mm-hmm. things that you think about, um, so many things. Um, that And, child, that's, that's stuff you really got to put. I think I said this um, in the second episode of something that you have to put boundaries on the things that you think about, the things that you listen to, the things that you let in your spirit, because whatever you let in your spirit is honestly what your spirit is going to want to do. So if you listening to some R. Kelly, um, what's the R. Kelly song? Um, mm. I don't see nothing wrong with a little yeah, grind, grind. Like then your spirit gonna be one out here bumping and grinding, grinding with whoever you sit next to. Yeah. So you know what you're feeding your spirit. It's what you're tempted to. Yeah, change that from change that R and B to some worship music. Put on some Tasha Cobbs. <laughs> put on. Yeah, I mean, put on some crazy uh, <laughs> in the room with my name. You better, you better look, figure it out. Look, change, change what you're doing. Change who you're, who you're around. Mm-hmm. It really does play the fact with you, who you're with, who you hang with, what you do on your daily basis. Because like. The things you do and see, even with you watching TV, that is still a temptation. Mm-hmm. I mean, cut out the time you sit on social media, TV, because, like, you look at people and you're like, dang, I wish I had that. Like, mm-hmm. getting your getting your word, spend time with God, journal. Whenever you feel tempted, read the Bible. Whenever you feel tempted, pray to God. Whenever you feel tempted, journal. You know, and God is a God of, like, forgiveness and grace. And when you come to him, like, look, God, this is what I'm dealing with. He will literally show you how to, you know, walk out of those things. Or he'll show you what it looks like for you to be able to... um. Renew your spirit and how to renew it and feel fulfilling things and saying, like, I don't want to be tempted here. I don't want to be here in this position. I don't want to watch this pornography. I don't want to be in my room at night at two o'clock in the morning thinking about masturbating because I feel this lonely spirit. So that's when you begin to say, like, if I'm here at two o'clock in the morning and I'm up, no, I need to begin to pray. Like, Lord, renew, like, remove these thoughts, remove these inner feelings, remove all of this that's tempting me to think, like, I need this right now because I don't need this. If y'all get um, so with that being said, like it's just like like she said, journaling. Start putting on some worship music, something to keep you meditated and keep your mind focused on what your real prize and what your goal is to get where you are through this singleness in this stage of your life. Because you're still gonna be tempted every day. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not that they're just gonna be yeah. like, oh, it's today. I'm gonna get it today, but it's gonna be gone next week. No, ma- yeah. no ma'am. It's and, not. Like, with combat and temptation, like I have this little book. That um that I keep like scriptures in in my purse and I like have different um like different topics and then I have like a Bible verse on the back of the page so like if I'm like tempted in any way or like if if there's a thought or something that I need to combat like I can literally just go to that and and read it read a Bible verse you know read a scripture read something and then for the next part of the um question. You said something about indulging in masturbation and pornography. You have to think about what void you're trying to fill um, when you're turning into masturbation and pornography because that can turn into something way bigger than what it needs to be. 
Um, and those are void fillers. And you got to know how to walk away from those things. You got to pray to God um, and allow him to show you how to get away from those things. All right, the next question. How do you feel about vacationing with a boyfriend? Should we stay in the same room, get different rooms, etc.? Well, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I know. Okay, so with vacationing with your boyfriend, if y'all staying in the same room, I see nothing wrong with it. If your heart and your mind is in the right place, you know what you can handle and what you can't handle. Now, if you walk in that room and say, Lord, I know it ain't going to be for me. Child, let me tell you Let's something. get two separate rooms. It's not going to happen. Let me tell you something. I'm holier than that one at this point. <laughs> so. I need my own room. I need my own floor because. <laughs> if, you know, if you know you're going to be tempted in that way. Then don't put yourself yeah. in that predicament. And then honestly, I feel like if you even like have to ask this question, you shut. You probably shouldn't be going on no, this vacation. You should probably maybe have a day trip, go there and come and back. back. Um, I mean, but different strokes for different folks. But as for me and my house, for um, her, <laughs> I probably would. I mean, it depends. I probably would like a separate room only because you know we're human, like. That's Bay. I'm Bay. What's up? Like, <laughs> I know ain't nobody coming between us. But if you, right. you if you question yourself, then ask that. Then you yeah. know for sure. Like, I need to stay in a separate room, or we need separate beds. There's no way I can be in the same confinement space with yeah. you, thinking I'm not gonna be tempted, or you're not gonna be tempted. So that's just way you could just figure that out. Like, look, if I just ask myself that, no, sorry, you upstairs yeah. or downstairs? <laughs> Which one you prefer? Yeah. Or next door? Next door is okay. I mean, but. If you asking yourself that, mm-mm. yeah, personally, I would say for me, I would say I would have to have a separate room or I would just not do the vacation at all. You know, I would make a day trip wherever y'all going. I would say, hey, babe, let's I mean, just do a day trip. Like, I mean, and if it if it's just that deep of a vacation, then hey, y'all are gonna have to get separate separate rooms. rooms. That's I just mean, period. just just to tell him like you have to respect me, like I'm respecting you. Just respect my wishes and my boundaries, and I know where my weakness is. It's like yeah. I'm with you. I'm gonna feel weak, sir. No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> just go. No, the two oh seven for him and two twelve for me. It's not gonna work. That's just. I mean, just saying. And that's just that on that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the next question is, do you think social media plays a big role in singleness? Oh, my God. If it didn't, I don't know what does. Then if Most certainly, if it plays a huge role in your singleness. Um, you know, the people that you follow, the things that you see. It's just so much. I just, I literally just got back on Instagram because child you gotta guard you have to guard your heart if you don't learn nothing else in your singleness you you have to know how to guard your heart and that's from everything that you see on social media because everybody's getting married everybody's getting yes. pregnant everybody having babies yes. everybody got a baby yes. everybody got a everybody got this but where am i <laughs> where you at <laughs> i've been waiting yeah and i mean 
the things you see on social media, you're going to instantly compare yourself to. Like, why I ain't got no man? Why they having kids already? Dang, they just got together and they right. having children already. No, you're going to have to get off social media. And there is nothing with fasting from social media. You a child, let me tell you. God, yes. <laughs> if you need to get off social media, get off social media. But social media plays a huge role in your singleness. And if you're not guarding your heart correctly, it just ain't going to Social media going to ruin you. So, yes, I think social media plays a huge role in your singleness. Um, the next question is, I think I've made marriage an idol. How do I not do that? Well, I think we've all been there before. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe not even marriage, but like, you know, just being in a relationship in general or um, being content with one individual yeah, is I mean, something we idol. Like, yeah, I feel like that's something that we, we typically do often. And sometimes we don't know that we um, do it. Um, like for me, I had to delete my um, my dream wedding board on Pinterest because, like, I felt like that wasn't me guarding my heart like at all, and it was like something that I was like, "Ooh, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this." With no man. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny, but you put your hopes funny. too high. Yeah, like, but like, it's, it's just something that I just was like. This is exactly what I want. And if it's not exactly like this, and God this, and God that, and da 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 Something that made an idol. And I literally had to pray about it. And, like, God literally showed me, like, you made this an idol. And we need to unmake it an idol. Thank God. <laughs> but, yeah, um, it's easy for us to make things idols. But we also have to know how to... Um, you know, ask God to um, show us the things that we're trying to um, um, I forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't meant for me to say. Oh, fine. He shut that down. Real quick. Alright. Alright, so the last question. This one's pretty lengthy. <clears throat> First off, I I like to say congratulations on beautifully and wonderful mate. God is using you in a mighty way. You inspire me more. You inspire more people than you think. You inspire me in so many ways. Um, I'm proud of you. I'm about to cry. <laughs> now to my question: How do you flourish in this season as a single? As well, you make it look so easy. Also, how are you able to encourage singles um, being? A single, do you find it hard? That was a lot. Child, thank you. You about made me cry up in this joint. I'm a thug and thugs don't cry, especially not in public. Girl. <laughs> um, okay, so the first part of your question is how do you flourish in this single in this single? How do you flourish in this season as a single? Um a couple things. I, what was the other part of the question? How do you fortune? You make it look so easy. And how are you able to encourage single? So, um, my singleness, um, first off, I feel like it's easy for me to talk about being single because I am, um, single, of course. But, 
Um, God literally showed me who I'm supposed to be in this season, how I'm supposed to become in this season, and, you know, what it looks like to walk in my purpose in this season. And um, he literally showed me how to, like, how to move in this season of my life, surrendering my singleness over to him. So I feel like um, surrendering your singleness is a huge part of um, your singleness. And it's something that you have to, it's like something that you have to do immediately. Um, When I first started my walk with God, I was always like, all right, Lord, I'm saved now. Where's my boyfriend? <laughs> and I literally was like, all right, I should be in a relationship. I should be in a relationship. I should be in a relationship. And God was like, no, ma'am. You know, it's like stuff that I had to work on. It's a lot of stuff that I had to work on. I mean, it's still stuff that I have to learn, work on now. But, you know, I just, you know, I asked God to um, show me the things in my heart that needed to be worked on. I asked God to show me what my purpose was. I asked God to show me how to walk in my purpose. I asked God to, um, you know, um, what, what what's, what's the word I'm looking for? I asked him to show me um, how to be a wife. I asked him to show me what it looks like to be a wife. He asked him to mold me into he, who he has called me to be in this season and when you think about, you know, just living your life as a single in this season, um, you know, that's literally how you flourish in your singleness. It's more so, it's a lot easier said than actually done because it took me a while to get here. And literally, I was just so discontent in my singleness, like, maybe two weeks ago. And so, it's like, it, it goes up and down, and it's all about... Um, me doing my part as to how content I am in my singleness. Um, if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, then I'm very much so discontent. If I'm not writing a blog post or recording an episode or, um, reading my word or, you know, just small things, then I'm, that's, that's, that's just how I, um, view my singleness and how I, um, how I flourish in my singleness. And I'm actually made a post, um, yesterday about being a movement in this season. And what that basically means is like, do what you call to do in this season, whatever, I don't care how small it is, whatever it is, be a movement in this season. Um, and you know, when your spouse comes, you know, your spouse comes to um, compliment you um, and, you know, push you to closer towards God. And if you're a movement by yourself, think about what y'all are going to do together. So if you're not a movement right now, then what you doing, you know? So it's like you work on work on yourself right now. Go on vacation. Take yourself on a date. Small things, you know, little small things like that. You got something to say, Jazz? Child, she all on her phone. She ain't even paying attention. I'm telling. I'm pretty much listening to you. But the question mainly was for you. But as for myself, like, let me see. Um, how do how do you make it look so easy? Y'all, I don't know how she makes it look so easy in all honesty. Yeah, she's my best friend and all, but we're on 
we're always going to be on two different levels and two different paths. It's, it's just how it's supposed to be. But, like, I don't see her singleness the way I see mine. You flourish in different ways. You you glow in different ways. You grow in different ways. So, with that being said, as far as, like, how you grow as an individual is how God is going to take you there. Like, on, right here. now, like, on, I'm on a path of, I'm, I'm not saying I'm behind, but it's just, like, my growth development in this singleness is just, harder for me because it's like you say the loneliness you feel like you're not there's no one there there's someone there that's called god come on here it's like come on here alone in this situation <laughs> y'all i can never be serious but as i said yeah her her singleness is yeah it embraces me to being able to love myself oh. even more no i don't say this all the time oh my god you oh gonna make God. me cry. See why <laughs> we don't say not nah, swaying. But it just shows me like individuality, like as far as me. I'm more like she's she's extrovert all the way fullest to me. I don't care if she's talking about she half introvert, and half that. extrovert. I, There's y'all. no way she's half and half. You see how she is versus how I am. Y'all don't listen to her. The lies. Lord condemn her for that lie because she knows she's an extrovert she's been always the outgoing person i am an introvert extrovert there's no such thing yes it, it is. ain't even in there i'm pretty sure that's a proper word for it i just don't know what it is not you <laughs> period finish what you're saying because but it's i mean embracing yourself is loving yourself waking up in the morning and saying you are who you are because that's who God made you. Mm-hmm. And this is how he's going to renew you and make you new and make you whole with your husband, with your with Come your on, kids. husband. And <laughs> wherever your life, your life journey is taking you, it's, your singleness is how you fulfill it. It's, it's like... My head don't ever be close enough to the mic. <laughs> but... Look, y'all, we only got... I only got one mic right now, so... <laughs> the you struggle. gotta make it do what it do. Period. <laughs> so... I'm gonna say for myself... I have to get up in the morning and tell myself... Girl, your skin is popping. Your eyebrows is on fleek. Who is you? I don't know you, but my singleness... I'm learning to love it. Like, loving myself and loving to say... Girl, you got this because you can't do this with nobody else besides God. Because if you can't do this alone with him, how are you going to do this with someone else later on life in Come a relationship? Come on here. Come on here. It is not going to happen. Come on here. So, uh-huh. love yourself. Mm. Embrace yourself. Mm. Flourish yourself. Mm-hmm. Work, pray, slay. Yes, work, pray, do slay. Do it every day. Do it every day. Yes. Because you are beautifully and wonderfully made. Come and on that's here. It. That's Come all on I have here. to say. Come on here with the song. <laughs> all right, y'all. So, now it's time for one of my favorite parts of the show where we talk about what woman did what. Before we talk about that, thank you for everybody that sent in the question. Um, or ask for advice or anything. I love y'all. Y'all the besties. Okay, so now for what woman did what. We are talking about our good sis Ruth. And I'm going to let Jazz take the lead on this, y'all. So I'm, I'm going to just I'm just pass the mic on over to her. And see what she got to say about our good sis Ruth. So. Everybody. Sh- well, if you don't know who Ruth is. Ruth. Is Naomi's daughter-in-law. She is 
one of she's one of her son's wives that died and pretty much with Ruth she wanted to stay with Naomi with um by her with she let me get my words untongue tied cuz right now the enemy is busy because that I just had all of this ready and he just he just trying to throw me under through the loop but let me let me let me get my little notes up cuz obviously on, get, get the notes up past them all right, all right, all right, all right. So, like I was saying, Ruth was Naomi's daughter-in-law. She was married to one of her sons, and pretty much when there's her her sons had died, she didn't have anyone else for Naomi. Didn't have anyone else for them to marry. So she's pretty much saying, "Go back to your hometown. Go back to where you were. You're where you're from." But Ruth was determined. Was like, "No, wherever you go is where I go." Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Period. <laughs> she won't leave it. There was no way you was going to take this woman out and tell her she was going back to where she was from. She said, no, I came here and I'm here to stay with you. And this is where she remained. So, pretty much with Ruth and Naomi, she went with Naomi. They were, uh, everybody knows she was a Moab. 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 My bike. <laughs> you know, I don't really be able to enunciate words correctly in the Bible. I think it's like a tongue twister for me. So, what she did, what did she do? What did she do? What did she do? What did she do? And what can we learn from her? So, Ruth showed like a like a lot of extraordinary difference in love to like her mother in law, how low is he, and how she was content and like saying no, this is where I belong. This is where I'm gonna stay. Like my worship with God and and being with the Israel is here with you. And she felt that it's something there that she was supposed to stay. She was a hard worker, mm-hmm. and she heard she like pretty much earned her name for who she was because she was pretty much a hard worker. She was sis stayed and working in field. <laughs> Period. And to her Boaz came <laughs> sliding on through, <laughs> and it won't through the DMs. It Come was through here. the fields. He slid through them fields. So you know, Boaz came through, and you know. Ruth won't thirsting. She won't out there trying to say, let me get this man because this is my bow. As mm. we say, this is my bow. No, bow seeked her. She didn't seek him. But bow seeked her while she was hard working in the field, baby. So what are you doing <laughs> Ooh. for your bow to be seeking you? And are you hard, Are you hard working? Are you determined to fulfilling your purpose and oh. your walking what God has given to you? Oh. Are you just waiting for him to, with your legs crossed saying, hey, I'm <laughs> yeah. here. <laughs> no, ma'am. So are you going to be a Ruth? Or are you, are you, you going to be you? Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to go somewhere with that. <laughs> no. Are you going to be a Ruth? Or are you, you going to be, be you? you? That ma'am. person that you were ma'am. before. Ma'am. Well, I, mean, I ma'am. can't compare her to anyone else. Ma'am. So. But you are isn't you, your past. Are you going to be hardworking in the field waiting for your bow ass to come? Because we need to know. Are you going to be hardworking like Ruth? Are you going to be loyal like Ruth? We need to know. We, these are questions that we need answered. So, let me know. I'm waiting for part two. Chill. <laughs> so, what can you learn from Ruth? Do you know what you can learn from Ruth? What, you, what can I learn from Ruth, Chow? Girl. Tell me. Like we said before, 
she was a hardworking woman that stayed working continuously. She she was faithful to her her the her mother in law, her where she came from, and saying like, Lord, I'm here and I'm gonna be devoted. Like even like it says, even devoted. In the, yes, mm-hmm. devoted. To she was a movement in this seat. She was a movement in this season. And it says, even in the face of adversity, mm. of being different is also good. So, what you can learn is, like, you have to be, one, will, Ruth was willing to uproot from everything where she came from, where she did what she learned and where she was to say, no, I am determined I'm going to follow you because she knew there was something else in that purpose. Are you willing to uproot yourself mm. and go and fulfill your purpose? Mm. Or are you going to be afraid and stand in the background and say, wish I, I wish I should have, could have, would have. Mm. Like I could have did this. I should have did this, but I didn't. Oh my God. <laughs> so well, that's being part of your devoted and being loyal. So like, are you loyal to walk with who you God is putting in your life to walk and show you like, hey, this is where I'm going. This is where I want you to pull. Like surrounding yourself with that inner circle and saying, these people are actually pushing me up to my boat. This is people that are showing me I'm hardworking and I'm devoted. Like as is for her, like she surrounded herself with people that she says is her family. This is her, even though they're church people, but these are people outside of, if outside of church, I can hang with you and inside of church, that's a great surrounding circle. I mean, I have friends outside of work too, but can I see myself with them on an everyday basis? No, it's not happening. So, where are you as, as far as in your walk, are you like Ruth? Or you like, let me say for myself, Jasmine, that's still balancing off a balance beam and saying, am I going to stay stand up and stand strong and be devoted and like, Lord, I can flip off this beam because I know I can. Or am I going to sit there and just wait until I hit rock bottom and there's nothing else I can do because I gave up on myself? Mm. So are you Ruth? And then now don't try to play me. Or are you Jasmine? <laughs> <laughs> the person rocking off a balance beam and ain't willing to do no work mm. in the end to get where she needs to be. Are you going to be a field worker? Or are you going to be that person behind a desk doing customer service saying, hi, thank you for calling <laughs> AT&T. What can I help you with? Like, no. Are you an AT&T customer or are you a hard worker in the field? What are you? Yeah, I'm a movement in this season, period. <laughs> she ain't no ATC customer mm-hmm. service, period. Period. I mean, I ain't knocking that, but. And that is what woman did what? Yeah. <laughs> Are you a Ruth in this season? My God. Are you an ATT customer service <laughs> representative? And that's no shade to the ATT customer representative. <laughs> no, none of that. Talker. It's just saying, where are you in your walk? Child. Is you ready for some tea? <laughs> the tea? Are you ready for some tea? Let me get a sip. Ciao. So, as I was talking about being a movement in this season, become who you are supposed to be in this season. Flourish where you are in this season. Are you doing the last thing that God called you to do in this season? Are you walking in your purpose? Are you making the best out of this season? 
Are you are you just are you doing what God has called you to do in this season? Are you being faithful to God? Are you being obedient to the things that He's told you to do? The small things, the smallest things, and I mean like the smallest, smallest things. Are you doing those things? Um, as a single in this season right now, most of us we 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 have the time. Like we got time. <laughs> <laughs> we got the time and we ain't got no limitations on the things that we can do, the places we can go, all of that stuff. We, we, like, we have no limitations. We don't have anybody telling us what we can and what we cannot do. So why are you not being a movement in this season? Why are you not flourishing in this season? What's holding you back from being who God has called you to be in this season? Which you Are you waiting for a man? Are you waiting for the right opportunity? Are you waiting for... What are you waiting for? Hmm. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? You've been called to this season for a specific reason. You're called to where you're at. You're you're literally called to this season, and you have to flourish in this season. If you think of this season as the worst season of your life, then that's just really going to be what this season is for you, the worst season of your life, or the best. You can look at it as one of the best seasons of your life. Your becoming season, your movement season. A child, this movement, this movement season is a word. Okay, that could preach. Okay, period. Mm, 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 mm. And then another little bit of tea for you is: Are you out here settling? Are we out here settling? I want you to know that you ain't got to settle on Nathan. You ain't got to settle on nothing. Zero. (laughs) Zilch. Nathaniel. I don't want you to be out here settling for nothing. I was listening to um, Dr. Darius um, Daniel's sermon. And um, he he said something that moved my spirit a little bit. Mm. And <laughs> um, he said, the person that God has for you is suitable for your soul, but necessary for your assignment. Child. What? Child. Child, he said that. Child, send me that sermon. I ain't watched that. Child. Y'all need suitable a link. for my soul, necessary for my assignment. Mm. Child, be a movement in this season. Mm. Child, suitable for your soul, necessary for your assignment. So you gonna you gonna be out here settling for what? You gonna be that stop sign? You you gonna be out here settling for what? Child, don't settle for nothing. Be where you be where God has called you in this season. Don't settle for anything. Don't settle for less than what you deserve. Don't settle for less than who you are. Don't settle on Nathan, nope, Nathan, you, nope, nope, nothing. Nope. Don't settle on nothing. That's just tea for you, honey, period. <laughs> you better take a sip because it's there. Period. This was fun. This was. This was real, real fun. <laughs> I should do a little Q&A little thing. <laughs> More often because this was fun, but now we got some church announcements. So, Vision Boards and Brunch is next Saturday. Have you gotten your tickets yet? Because there's a couple tickets left. Um, you have until Wednesday to purchase your tickets. Ten dollars. Ten. All you can eat. Food. <laughs> Breakfast. 
All you can drink mimosas. <laughs> mimosas. <laughs> get your tickets. I'm not. I'm not joking. Get your tickets. Because, no, seriously. Get no, one. seriously. Get your tickets because you need your ticket. Because you need your ticket, and you need to make this vision board. You need to be ready to walk into 2020 with your goals, with your aspirations. You need to be ready. Cause you don't know what's coming between that door. You need to be ready. You get your tickets to Vision Boys and Brunch. But mine. Until then, you are beautifully and wonderfully made. Make sure you wake, pray, and slay. Make sure you do it every single day. And don't let nobody tell you different. Okay. Okay. Yo. Created in his image. Made for his purpose. The way that I be moving. I know that God's working. Life ain't always perfect. But one thing's certain. Yo, it's that you're beautifully and wonderfully made. You're beautifully and wonderfully made. You wake, pray, slay, do it every day. Cause you're beautifully and wonderfully made. You're beautifully and wonderfully made. You wake, pray, slay, do it every day. Cause you're beautifully and wonderfully made, 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 yeah. You're beautifully and wonderfully made, 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 made. You wake, pray, slay, do it every day Cause you're beautiful and wonderfully made You're beautiful and wonderfully made You wake, pray, slay, do it every day Cause you're beautiful and wonderfully made You're beautiful and wonderfully made